Down by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Welcome to Behind the Gates over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. A bit of a roundtable discussion about today's Expressway Stakes meeting. So get involved. The text line is open, 0419767272. The texts are coming in thick and fast. People uh, wanting to know about various horses, who they like, who they don't like too much. And I'm sure the guys are about to talk to have an opinion on all things. Don't know where to start. Let's go to our race call today. He's going to be calling some quality bloodstock home today. Speak of Darren Flindell. G'day, Darren. Yeah, g'day, Rich. I have to say I'm really looking forward to today's card at Rose Hill. Hopefully it'll be a profitable one, but always exciting when we get to this stage now um, with the two-year-old races because today really is the fork in the road uh, to see if King's Gambit is the real deal or if Red Resistance can lead and, and hold it off in the Canterbury, a small field there. But I'm very excited by the, the Phillies race. I've been waiting a long time uh, for Learning to Fly uh, to be produced at the races. I think she is something fairly special, Learning to Fly. So I'm going to watch her with great interest today. Perfect proposals try well. Steel City's run well. I think the wit and stakes shapes up as a very competitive lineup. And then uh, the Expressway Stakes. Can Forbidden Love capture some of that old form where she was just touched off in the race last year? Or will Golden Mile resume and go to the next level? Or uh, will John O'Shea pull off a masterful stroke, run Pizarro out of his grade and win the race? Uh, a very, very uh, entertaining day's racing coming up, I feel. Yeah, tend to agree. It's, uh, it's the kind of day that... You can sit there in Sky Racing 1 and talk about all these good horses going around. Brad Davidson will be doing that. Hello, Davo. Yeah, morning, guys. Morning, uh, Daz, Earls and uh, Hainsey. Yep, looking forward to today. I echo those thoughts. It's an intriguing day and uh, a lot of a lot of questions to be to be answered. But uh, I just hope the, the bookies uh, can find a, a hole in King's Gambit and just push him out a little bit because I just want to, what is he, $1.35? I'd love $1.40 and if we can get to there I, I think that's a, yeah, that's a good bet. He's just, a, I think he's got about four lengths, three lengths on him maybe um, but uh, we'll wait and see how that plays out but uh, yeah, look, he's at a good things price but I expect him to justify his golden slipper favouritism today and um, yeah, stamp himself as the, the top two year old in the country Okay, back after the Sydney form, he's joining us as he does for Behind the Gates, Andrew Hurley uh, Hurls, welcome back well, Thanks very much Richard, morning uh, Brad, morning uh, <laughs> Richard and also Darren we could have got $1.40 half an hour ago Brad, uh, now back into $1.35 it's bounced around that price since the market opened, ten thousand taken a dollar forty on Thursday, five thousand yesterday, and it holds twice as much as King's uh, as Red Resistance. I beg your pardon, um, but yeah, it might touch a dollar forty again. But um, yeah, one thirty-five. I couldn't see it starting shorter than that. Put it that way. Rightio. Let's, uh, we, might, we might get some uh, a bit of an opinion out of the way first. And uh, we cop all sorts of positive and not-so-positive comments here, and that's fine. The fact it said, morning, boys, the behind-the-gates mouldy under extreme pressure today have been woeful for a couple of months. Thank wow. you, the fact that you don't need to tell us that we, we required a bounce back. Had a great run there for a while, but that's old form. That is old form, so we'll look to get back into it today. There was a comment there... Uh, this 
texter might be thinking about the wrong multi. Morning, fellow. Morning. Good morning, fellow equine investors. Nice start. <laughs> Just a suggestion: the behind the gates multi seems to have suffered its slide with the absence of Glenn Munsey. Um, I'm still a big. Oh. I'm a big supporter of the behind the gates multi with a hopeful heart blue bag. Well, blue bag. I can, I, can, I can tell you, I can't remember Glenn Munsey appearing on this multi. No, he hasn't. I'll tell you how well Munsey's going. Uh, on holidays, he's down there in Adelaide. He thought the races were on at Victoria Park today. Oh, no. <laughs> taking photos and all sorts of stuff. Goodness me. He's, uh, he's clearly bored, Glenn. He wants to uh, get, uh, get back to it. But we have a couple of questions here, Hurls. We might, again, we bounce around these races. Race four has sparked a bit of interest here, Hurls. I might grab a market, please. For race four, then uh, tidy up a couple of questions and thoughts on this race, please. All right, the Lassophile is the favourite. It's been three forty to three fifty today. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, worthily they went up eight dollars on Wednesday afternoon. It's four forty and solid today. Four eighty to five dollars, back to four eighty. Tip of the spear, and then we've got Secret Glamour seven fifty to eight. First light's been back today. It's $11 into $8. Bit of a bit of change since we spoke uh, between 8 and 9 this morning with a number of these markets, um, Rich. But uh, Philosophal holds uh, yeah, most of the money, but yet yeah, worthily, overall, uh, so let, let me go again. Overall, worthily holds the most amount of money since the market opened, but today it's narrowly Philosophal. Handsome also has... Uh, what price it now? Handsome. We're taking some bets on it as well this morning. It's eight eight fifty. So letting you on. So uh, there's a comment there. Uh, thank you, Watto. <laughs> Hi, gents. Tea bags did no good last week in the Punters Club. So it's back to duck today. He's on Worthily in race four. So thoughts on Worthily and also. A texter there. G'day, lads. Uh, Jordan and Faz in beautiful Wingham. Thoughts on Handsome in race four up against Thalassophile. So I suppose, guys, a general comment and thoughts on race four and the aforementioned horses. Brad, you can fire away here. Yeah, look, I'm with Worthily. I think he sets up well today. He just had to go back from the wide draw the other day. I thought he was really strong late. The last 100 metres was very impressive. He's got some good Rose Hill figures and form for this. He Gets the shades on. He's going to be up there in the first two or three with in a, in a race with not a lot of tempo. And I just thought he was the safe way to go on the on the drying ground. I think he's getting into four forty, getting in short enough. But um, look, I I backed him around five dollars. I missed the early price, so sat and waited. Unfortunately, thinking uh, when it just dried up a little bit earlier in the week. But yeah, I, I made him one of the value plays of the day. I think he'll run very very well. No luck at all. This preparation, if I was her owner, I'd, gee, I'd be struggling because uh, she's copped some shock and ride, that's for sure, this preparation. And um, she gets uh, James McDonald today. She gets a, every should get every chance and could well post an overdue win. And outside of that, Hanson, uh, look, was visually impressive the other day. Time was okay. The last 600 was nothing flash. But this is a, this is a big step up. My concern is just likely to get a fair way back here and give these a start in a race with not a lot of tempo. But... Clearly a talented horse and uh, has plenty of upside, so I wouldn't totally talk you out of it, but um, for me, worthily from Philosopher. Well, I cost us uh, with a multi a fortnight ago by putting Philosophile in, and uh, she finished sixth, but it wasn't her fault. Uh, it really wasn't. Uh, Stewards quizzed the ride of Ben Cohen that day, uh, the tactics from the 600 metres. Anyhow, it was just a horror show all the way up the straight. 
her run at the end was really, really good, I thought. Her run at Gosford was great in the Bell of the Turf, a race that where the form's been really strong. I liked her run prior to that at Eagle Farm. I just think she's she's set to win now, Thalassa Farm, and uh, the booking of James McDonald really should seal the deal. I've got her clearly on top in this race today. Tip of the spear could be the improver. Uh, the import, oh, I thought ran all right over 1,500 metres, is going to really enjoy the step up to 2,000, a distance that he's won over in Ireland at uh, Cork there. Interesting remarks from Regan Bayless, who rode tip of the spear that day. He seemed to resent racing amongst runners. Uh, he's drawn before, so don't be surprised if tip of the spear's getting wide out, looking for clear running today. Oh, I thought they were the two chances. Thalassophile, tip of the spear, then Worthily. I'm surprised Secret Glamour's even running, and I'm surprised uh, she's in the market the way she is. Her last run was horrible. Uh, she was required to trial. And I thought the trial was ordinary, so I'm not even sure how she's back at the race of Secret Glamour, so I'm ignoring her. As far as Handsome's concerned, very hard to rate, isn't he, off the going to Tari? Because Chris Lees can do this for the Australian bloodstock horses, just go for the easy kill. And uh, I, I've got no doubt the way Handsome won that day could have gone to the Provincials or even a midweeker and probably had the same result, but that's a massive step up uh, for Handsome. So I'm sticking fat here with the Lassophile, and I don't often do it but she's going in the behind the gates multi for me i'm sticking fat race four number two good on you darren a nice uh, a nice breakdown of that race let's uh let's go back at race hurls uh, a question here around race three this is the ned whiskey handicap benchmarks ned australian whiskey uh, handicap should say benchmark 72 at the 1500 meters i suppose cosmic miniver pretty popular here hurls what are you seeing Two forty, two fifty, now two sixty. They did go up four sixty when the market first opened. And good support this morning for Daytona. Gee, I said it before. Gee, there's been some action in the last hour. These um, markets, some of them have, have really changed around in the last hour or so. Wine glass base three thirty to three fifty. Daytona, as I said, ten dollars now six dollars. It was fifteen when the market first opened. And Resonator is at eight fifty. A bit of a thousand each way. <laughs> taken on it around quarter to eight this morning. Uh, this support for Daytona is off the back of money, but Cosmic Minerva uh, still retains favouritism. I wouldn't be, I'm telling you, 20 cents from 240 to 260, but it has to drift a little bit given the support for Daytona. Uh, text here from Jeff. G'day, Jeff. Uh, morning, gentlemen. Thoughts on Wineglass Bay, uh, wine Bay to break the Aussie maiden, Darren? Um, no, I'm looking elsewhere. And uh, with, with Wine Glass Bay, I, I think this horse might, might want a little bit further. I, I wasn't sure what to make of him off his trial leading into his first run at Rosal, and he just chimed in like he was going to win. And he did have Nash uh, pushing him along, and he couldn't get there. He, he couldn't get past Danish Prince and, uh, and Green Shadows. I... No, I, I'm not falling into Wine Glass Bay. I thought he might be the horse that might sort of loom and, and certainly run into a place. I'm going with Daytona here, number nine. I think be better positioned today. Tongue tie going on, given that it got its tongue over the bit there last time at the Gold Coast, is certainly worth noting. He's run it round with two start back, was terrific. No luck at all there, but really thundered to the line late. So I'm going with Daytona at the much better price. So there's been a fair bit of money for it. And uh, it's, it's going to be my pick from Cosmic Minerva. He blew the start last time at Rose Hill. From Barrier 2, it's likely to be a lot closer and getting a better run into it. Then I put Wineglass Bay third and, and then Resonator. Right.
Yeah, I'm, I'm of a similar view. I, I, I'm Cosmic Minerva and Daytona here. I just, I'm not sure about Wine Glass Bay. I can see the dry track's going to suit him, but I just think A, is he looking for a little bit further? And I think if you go down the path of saying, oh, James McDonald aboard, it can be a bit dangerous with a horse like this because Nash threw the absolute kitchen sink at him last time out, and it's, I don't think he can get a better ride than that. So um, I can't give him an upgrade for the for the jockey difference there because Nash is you know, one of the best in, in Sydney and, and gave it a peach last time. So for me, I, I expect Daytona this morning at around that $9 mark. He got the tongue over the bit last time out. He should have won prior to that. And yes, the 1500 might be a concern, but he's won over the 1400 before. And if you can see at the trip, I want to be with him. I think Cosmic Minerva's the should be clear favourite and, and he's definitely the horse to beat. He had the eye, eye-catching run the other day. He hit the line really strongly and um, he's bred to love the 1500 metres as well so Cosmic Minerva the horse to beat but Daytona the spec but the way it is right now um, you know, with with that market definitely firming up for Daytona you'd, you'd be, if I was suggesting someone have a bet now it would be um, it would be the other way Cosmic Minerva over Daytona just with the odds the way they are now Okay, uh, Mick on the tweed, thanks for your support last week for Lucky Variety made my weekend. Good on you, Mick. Yeah, we sort of had a bit of a chat about that race and you uh, you liked Lucky Variety, Mick, and uh, that's uh, that was a, a nice result. Kettle Hill is banned forever from the multi. It has de- it derailed the multi twice by running fifth both times. Ryan, good morning, and don't remind us, please, of... Uh, of the mighty Kettle Hill, yeah, he's um, da- he, he's on did, he's on the sideline for a while, isn't he, that horse? Oh well, Darren didn't. I guess I said it last week that you know the concern was the pace in the race, and I think in the end that's what did cost it. But yeah, even still, it hurt. Any other comments, guys? There, or we move on? Uh, yeah, no, look, it was get, get, get the get kettle. It, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> Worry about it next week. <laughs> Brad? Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, let's go to the highway. Hurls, a market please. Couple of, uh, couple of our texters have questions and thoughts on a couple of runners for race one. The Tab Highway, class three set weights, 1,500 metres. Just taking a bit of four and a half thousand uh, on King's Gambit. It's now into a dollar thirty. Uh, said it wouldn't start short on a dollar thirty-five, and still may not. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's trimmed so in that, even further. What was the bet? Sorry, uh, four and a half thousand, a dollar thirty, at a dollar oh, thirty-five, rather. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it took four and a half to firm it that <laughs> into a dollar thirty. Well, I, I tell you. I, Tell you the other thing is it's very popular in multis, which generally happens when you know you've got short price favourites. The liability does go up even more significantly. But um, anyway, here's what it is for the moment. Uh, very very popular in this uh, first race is King of Spades. Look, it's five dollars to four eighty, but just looking at the hold on the race, very popular. Four eighty to five dollars for a girl's best friend. Olakatu is a $6 chance, 650 to 8 for Eastern Glow. There's been support for Amaranth all week. Now, opened up at $23, continues this morning, 13 into 950 and you can also throw Epic Ranger into that boat as well. 23 11 
10, now 11 again. So that's a look at the fluctuations. But, yeah, clearly best back runner here, dollar-wise, is king of spades. Uh, good morning, Hogger. Uh, race of the day, of course, the highway says Hogger. Like uh, Darren and Brad's thoughts on how's it, Kev? Ran a good race last start. Uh, Bit of good horse jobs. Didn't wait today. Good barrier. Get on. Thank you, Hogger. And also someone after a comment there on Danzadel guys in the highway. Uh, Brad, you can shoot first here if you like. Yeah, look, I'm with King of Spades, first of all. I think uh, he just taken on in front the other day. I thought it was a, a complete uh, forgive run. I thought he was terrific prior to that. So, look, I think he sets up well here today. I'm, I'm interested to see this at Girl's Best Friend. Clearly a talented horse. It's been clocking some very good late sectionals against moderate opposition, but looks like it'll appreciate the, the strong tempo up front today. So... Uh, how's it, Kev? I wouldn't say no at the odds. So I think the, the horse it beat last time out can do it. It's a, a good thing at the Sapphire Coast today. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't knock it if I'm going to find the can do it who's got some good highway form last preparation. The other one I want to give a mention to is Epic Ranger. I know he found the, the fence and an easy lead the other day, but he ran a time and, uh, it was a dominant performance. He's, he's definitely not hopeless at $11. Dan Zadell. Oh, look, not really for me. Pretty well exposed, and I think there's a few with a bit more upside here. But, uh, yep, King of Spades on top, but I wouldn't wouldn't talk you out of How's It Kev at odds. Uh, how's It Kev wasn't in my in my top five or six uh, here. Dan's Adele. Well, she's what she is. She'll be flashing home. One thing in her favour, Amy McLucas is back from um, a little injury there and will have put the valuable three-kilo claim on Dan's Adele. We know how good Amy's strike rate is in these highway races. So maybe Amy can make the difference there on Dan's Adele. But like Brad, I've gone with King of Spades. I think he's the benchmark horse here. It's all up to Hannah Williams, uh, really, if, if Hannah can just execute the right ride. I think leading last time probably went against him, although it wasn't a strong pace. They seemed to, to loaf along, but just being sort of annoyed and pestered by horses on the outside, maybe just a little sit behind the leading division today. The King of Spades has been so consistent, been, been um, a real success story for Daniel Sieb, is picking up some of these champion thoroughbred horses and doing well. So it's interesting that the other one, Hurl's mentioned the money's on Amaranth, formerly with John O'Shea as well, that they're backing Amaranth, another champion thoroughbred's runner there. But Ola Kawatu's very interesting, been very strong in both wins, and a girl's best friend. Uh, terrific win there at Musclebrook and a great win at, at Coffs Harbour. A little hard to get a line on them, but no, I, I didn't have Hazard Kevin there. I've gone 4, 7 and 14. Rightio. Um, Another 5000 a $1.30 just taken on King's Gambit. Okay, nice segue. Race two, Hurls, Canterbury Stakes. Uh, you've been updating the market all the way through, but if you can give us a, uh, a market here, and let's let's have a chat about this Canterbury Stakes for the boys, but the market, please, first hills. Yeah, 140, 135, 140, now into its shortest quote of $1.30. Uh, we've got Red Resistance at $5, Shinzo at nine fifty, the Little Pump at 13 21 for Chevron, taking a couple of uh, bets there, and 26 for the outsider for Mo. Now, Darren, I know you've tipped Red Resistance, mate. If you... If, if it wins today, I guarantee you it won't be $26 for the slipper, which it currently is in. Well, I look at this, it's, it's just a two-horse race. Uh, that's it. I, to be honest, I, don't, I didn't uh, really like Shinzo's last trial greatly. It was, it, was, it was a fine trial, nothing wrong with it. But I don't think Shinzo will be able to match the top two. Um, 
Red resistance was quite strong there. Once he started to lay out a little bit, Preble pulled the whip through, and I think Andy gave it really one crack in what was a two-horse war all the way down the straight with him and Steel City, and they just tore the rest of the field apart. I just think this is a better than a, a $5.50 chance today, red resistance. So in a two-horse race, I mean, I, I'm not the type of putter that's going to step in and take a dollar forty about anything. So I'm taking the five fifty red resistance, and we'll see what happens. I think you'll lead, try and control the race, and King's Gambit will be probably leaders back, but how far off him when red resistance kicks early in the straight? So I'm just going to take the chance that red resistance will show a good kick and will cling on. I'm uh, I'm half with Darren. I'm half with Darren. Brad Davison's just jumped in next to us, and is your mic working? Testing one two. How's that? Everyone hear him? Yeah. I think it's okay. I think, yeah, away you go. Away you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm more than a little bit with Darren. If Brett Preble can, can well, rate this horse the right way, they'll, they'll have an idea how to beat King's Gambit, but as you've alluded to, he might just be too good. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to mark red resistance above $9. Really? Yeah. yeah Four-horse race? Yeah, Who's, but... It's what a, price it's you a one got Shinzo, horse. then? It's a one-horse race. Oh, about $14, I think. Well, who's um, your second pick? Uh, Red Resistance. Yeah, but it, you know, but I've marked I've marked King's Gambit a dollar fifteen, dollar twenty. Like I, I think he's just oh, well. I mean, anything can happen in racing, but he, he, his figure on debuts four lengths above what Red Resistance run the other day. He's come out. He shows that acceleration, and really what you could do on debut, you could actually give him another length because he didn't even really ask him for any effort. He's got the acceleration. Um, we're watching his trial We're watching his trial in studio here now. Look at the horse third there running on, absolutely under the whip, running on late. He's dead set cruising. That's called Don Corleone, who's run a figure about two lengths better than Red Resistance runs. So uh, the only nervous bit I do have is that gay waterhouse polish. It's that horse that... He got, he got the favours the other day. He's going to get it again, right? And I don't think he's anywhere near the grade as King's Gambit. But he's just that tough, on-speed horse that if, if King's has an off day and, and he's just not quite, you know, he's not going to be wound up. We know that. Then he might just fight and kick. But, look, I think it's I think it's A and B grade here. Simple as that. Well, Darren, uh, Red Resistance is going to make this favourite earn it one way or the other. Mm. I... Uh, I I'm, I'm sure he'll try and kick and kick away and at the top of the straight and then King's Gambit will get his chance to uh, probably work out off leaders back and give chase. And, and yeah, he does He does look awfully hard to beat King's Gambit. That was a terrific trial at uh, Ramwick and the Don Corleone factor really gives that trial a lot more credibility. But we know what these Waterhouse horses are like. They're, they're tough. They'll keep kicking. Mm. And I just thought that Brett Preble didn't really have to get that serious on Red Resistance to win that race the other day from Steel City. I, I, in a two-horse race, I'm very happy to take 550. I just, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's I can see he is the only danger. I thought Chevron was mad odds at $81 early in the week. He's 21s now. He's actually trialled. Probably the pick of the, the trialers for mine. Um, his time, the times have been mm. super, and I think I think it's got something to offer. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a proper horse, and I I think the others are okay, but I think this could well be a pretty nice horse. Five dollars in the golden slipper. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, do you want to take? Do you want to take the fives? If he comes out and wins by three, it, you know, all of a sudden it's that five dollars is looking. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't knock him. I just think he's. Uh, I, I, you know, 
you know what I talk about short odds being value. If he's a dollar forty, I'm playing. Um, so I just want a dollar forty to get involved. I, I generally don't take under that as a as a rule. Uh, text there back in dollar thirty five pops first up. It's grand final two months away. Good luck with those bets long term. So yeah, it's everyone's a different thought about that price. Can we go hurls to the wooden stakes? This is a ripper of a race for the, the two-year-old fillies here. Group three set weights and penalties, two-year-old fillies, 1,100 metres. Uh, we get to see learning to fly at the at the races for the first time. Uh, Hurls, how's the market looking for the win? It's been fractionally easy uh, in the last hour or so, learning to fly. It's 360 to $4. It's joint favourite with perfect proposal. Now, it went up $5 when the market first opened. It's 380 to $4. This Support continues now for Steel City. It's five fifty all the way into four twenty. When we did the preview earlier this morning, it was five dollars. Six to six fifty cigar flick. Eight fifty to nine fifty for Divine Glory, uh, and that's pretty much the tail of the tape. That's the look at the fluctuations in terms of dollars held. Yep, learning to fly. Perfect proposal holds about two hundred dollars more than Steel City. I just we've also taken a couple of bets there on Lizzie's gem at a price. Price, it's $31. It's the rank outside of it. Opened up at 41 this morning. Text there from John about, uh, he's a hopeful owner, about uh, what kind of money um, sort of the bottom uh, lowest earner would to, to, to get into uh, the Golden Slippers. So we'll have a bit of a think about that as we go through. Thank you, John, about that kind of thing. Look, no, no questions coming through about the wooden stakes. Uh, Brad, this is, what, is some about race. 100K, really, to, to yeah. guarantee yourself a running yeah. the slipper? It's been around that, hasn't it, Darren? Around it yes. feels like about that figure. So I'll go have a look. Oh, I think yeah. you, you yeah, probably want about 110 to, to mm. feel safe. Um, what if it's a bog track golden slipper day of your King's Gambit? By I'm Invincible, you'll get 50s. You might be better on a wet track. Who knows? That's all he's yeah, saying. Uh, we just don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's, there's always know. those queries. Um, I take the point about yeah. first up grand final a long way away, but you've got to sort of bring it back to the class at race He's two. just a good horse. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what about these fillies, Brad? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Darren learning to fly. I, I must admit I'm not as sort of bullish. Um, I think her trials have been solid. And I think she's trialed better than Perfect Proposal, clearly. The concern I've got is is she's got this bit of a habit of laying in, it seems. She did it in that second trial and um, just might get into a little tricky spot here. But I think she's the one to beat. Um, I think Perfect Proposal's there. I think Still City's an interesting one because if Red Resistance come out, comes out and wins or runs really well, then she's going to continue to firm off that same form line. And the one in the market that you've got to be against is the one Sakar Flick, surely. I mean... J-Mac, see, Waller, that's why it's $6.50. If it was anyone else, it's got to be $16.50, doesn't it? I mean, it's won a pretty moderate maiden. Second horse has got laps since. The time was average. Um, would need to improve four lengths here to be, be in the ball game for mine. But um, respect if it starts that price, I still think it'll start double figures. Darren. Yeah, I'm very keen on uh, the maiden voyage of learning to fly today. I've been waiting a while for her to be produced, so today's it. Chad Schofield's done all the work with this filly, uh, dating back to the mid part of September. I take Brad's point about the way she laid in en route to victory in that Warwick Farm trial over perfect proposal, but she just seemed to have so much in the tank there. And I think if you're doing some early slipper shopping, uh, the I think 26 is still available about her, if you like her today. Perhaps some of the 26 in case she really happens to excel here. But Steel City, I do respect a lot. I have to, uh, considering I'm giving Red Resistance a chance of beating the favourite today, King's Gambit. So Steel City, 
does rate highly, and if Red Resistance was to win that race, yes, Steel City might even run favourite. Perfect proposal. I, I just think from that latest match-up of the trials, learning to fly finishes in front of that runner uh, of the rest. I thought just Glamorous trialled all right um, behind Sicilian at Warwick Farm. Stuck on. Thought might be able to run into a into minor place. But yeah, I'm very excited about learning to fly. I didn't put Cigar Flick in, but I do like the name. A filly by Churchill. Winston, he was uh, notorious, wasn't he, as a cigar smoker? One, a, after, one after the other. He might have been. Why is no one talking, or maybe no one's talking too much about Divine Glory because this might be too tough for her, but I quite like her, Brad, as a filly. Yeah, I mean, she won that maiden at uh, Warwick Farm that was, wasn't was a very strong race, but the no. debut effort was good and um, could definitely improve here. The Snowdens have got that many uh, two-year-olds, don't they? They're, they're blessed yeah. this year and uh, she could do something here, but... Yeah, I, th I think learning to fly, I'm a little bit surprised by the, the drift, but um, I suppose she's on debut and maybe they're, they're seeing a few things. What about the futures, Darren? Are you on her at good odds in the slipper or something like that at this stage? Yes, and no, I wasn't sure which way they were going, mm. so I did take the pre-post slipper and also the blue diamond just in case. I spoke to Annabelle yesterday and tried to get a guide and she said, well, we'll just get today out of the way first, but it's an English Millennium horse, so maybe there and then... Blue diamond, golden slippers on the table, but you know we'll see what happens today. Obviously, uh, hurls. Are we just about open for the multi? Yes, we are. In fact, it will go live in about sixty seconds' time. So it's time to reveal our selections for this week. And it starts with race four, number two, Philosophile. Uh, race five, number nine, Perfect Proposal. Race eight, number nine, Golden Mile. And Brad coming home with So Am I. Race ten, number four. So. Uh, Darren Philosophile, Hainsey Perfect Proposal, yours truly Golden Mile, and so am I uh, to bring it home for Brad. So the maximum bet there, as I bring it up, uh, is $50. And the price there is a very generous $4.50, and Wooshka, it is open. So you're getting scared, Earls, you are. You, you've Don't been know. bagging Luke Marlow about a $1.60 pop the other day, and now you're throwing Golden Mile in at $2. Uh, it feels like you want to cash I'll, a winner here. I will entirely put my hand up and, and admit that. I had uh, a mate of mine text me last night, and uh, when I told him I was going to take Golden Mile, uh, well, a little bit more colourful language and a little bit more disparaging uh, towards me for taking that. But, yeah, sports psychologist spoke to me during the week and said, maybe just go back to basics and, uh, and get your confidence back up. As long as he doesn't need the run today, we're good. He looked like he had the confidence up last night around 6.40pm when he just out of the driveway with his vape in, in one hand. I was walking there with my <laughs> lovely wife and went for the way, but he was just in his own world cruising around there. Was, out that, of the, out was of the, that walking out of the pub last night? No, you were, you were, you were driving out of your place down, to, down towards Edelong at around 6.40pm. Oh, okay. I missed you by literally Don't five you. metres. I was walking right as oh, there. there you go. Don't you remember that, Hills? <laughs> no. No, I do. <laughs> I went to the pub a bit later on. Anyway, uh, are we um, we are we comfortable with perfect proposal in that Phillies race? Because she'll she'll um uh, to run she, top four. Yeah. Yes, I mean she yeah. she jumps, she's fit, she leads, and would yeah. have thought she figures in the top four somewhere. I think so. Yeah. No. Anyway. My one might be the query this week, so am I? But he was so good the other day that I think he'll run top four there, but. I just want to throw in one with a bit of a price because what, Golden Mile was Didn't they put that gonna... on the, the punter's panel one yesterday? So am I. Yes. 
I thought the rules are we don't double up. No, we can do one. Oh, he's I been think. given permission. Brad yeah. can, Brad can oh, double up. He's a serial <laughs> offender at doubling up. Yeah. yeah, one set of rules for us and another set for Brad. Well, I wanted there to go. go. I wanted to go last because I wanted to see, how, you know, what the price was going to be because I knew somebody would take a shorty. Um, so oh, I you're, to trying, sure. you're trying to help. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. yeah. To so I thought I'll go last, and then I want to take Worthily, but um, Darren had Falasifier, which I'm very okay with because I think she'll definitely run top four. So then I went, okay, well, I don't want to go, you know, I'm not going to go King's Gambit. I'm not going to go short, short. So I'll go a bit wider and I know that they had the double up, but uh, maybe we can both cheer at home in the last. Hopefully both get home with, so am I. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's go to the Furphy Expressway Stakes here, Hurls. Race eight, the Sartorean Rosehill Gardens. Uh, group two, wait for rage over the 1,200 metres. All nine will face the starter, including Golden Mile. Yeah, and it's the favourite. It's now at a quote of two dollars and ten cents after opening up at two twenty this morning. It did bottom out at two dollars at one stage. Forbidden Love three twenty to three seventy. Um, Maria Mia five dollars into four eighty. Pizarro's met with support as well, nine dollars into seven dollars, and that's pretty much the tail of the tape. They're the only four runners in single figures. Golden Mile, uh, the most popular. Uh, I'm actually not surprised by this drift for Forbidden Love. You know, you guys a better place than me. She just didn't come up last uh, last campaign, did she? Well, we, I mean, Darren, you can have first say on the expressway, mm. but Michael Freeman, I think he was just comment this morning, she was a little indifferent last prep. So, not that she didn't come up, but it wasn't quite the... Was he confident? The mayor. I, yes and no. Yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to get splinters in saying that, you know. I, she's, no, she's running, she's had to race through the top level runners too in that previous campaign. She was only just touched off in this race last year. But what I like, I think we were given the clue, the way she trialled at Warwick Farm, she just went like a bomb there. Um, she went too well that she can't run well today, forbidden love. And just think from barrier one, she's going to be right there in the right spot. Golden Mile's a lovely horse and... I'd, like, I'd love to see him win it, but I think Forbidden Love might just have the edge. And this Pizarro's really got me. Um, I kept thinking, oh, why didn't he just run in the other race? But John O'Shea wants to, to put him here. He's got some good targets mapped out for Pizarro. He's only rated 81. So he's got to carry two kilos more than Forbidden Love, and Forbidden Love's rated 30 points above him. So, boy, it's going to be a big task for Pizarro to win it. But uh, that first up run suggested, uh, well... If he was put in the right spot there, he, he would have won there first up. It was an outstanding run and defeat. So a very interesting race, the expressway today. Anyhow, boys, I've got to hit the road. Oh, good man. You've got, well, yes. Rose Hill's not far. The first race, an hour and a half away. Just what, what's your, uh, your, uh, what's your best? Is it Thalassophile? Your... Yeah, I've, I've gone Thalassophile as the, the best of the day. I'm certainly going to take the chance with Red Resistance. I think as far as value is concerned... Super Pursuit uh, in the last. I've been guilty of tipping this each time, but I want to have one more roll of the dice uh, with Super Pursuit. Think about it at even money. Looks a nice horse, but I think that's just ridiculously priced. So Super Pursuit's going to be my value pick. Good on you, Darren. Good calling, and uh, we'll see you out at the races soon. I um, did the trials yesterday at Rose Hill and gave the, the new West Connects a bit of a test run. Mm-hmm the extension of the M8, which drops you off on Gardner's Road. And I'm pleased to report the travelling time from Rose Hill to Randwick has been reduced now to 28 minutes, if you take Ooh. that option. That's a good drive. Mm. That's a pretty good What's the drive. damage on the tolls? Oh, I'll find out later when the bill comes. 
<laughs> they, they don't let you know as you're uh, going through. And forwarded straight to Sky Racing. Thank you, Darren. Th- thank you so much. Good calling today. Good luck, boys. Uh, just, um, uh, just have Michael's quote here regarding this, Mayor Brad. She's given me sleepless nights. She's indifferent in the spring. Happy with the trial. She looks great. She's really good physically. Just hope she decides to produce her best on race day. There you go. All right, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, yeah, fascinating race because I really want to take Golden Mile on and I think he's too short, but I do see that he might just win by default here because, you know, she's better than these, in my opinion, on her best day. There's no doubt about that, Forbidden Love. But where's she at? So you can either price her $3 or $6 or 250 whatever you want. It's really hard horse to price. And then you've got a horse like Maria Mia, who I think's been a little bit underrated, um, for simply because she's up and going. She's had the run. Uh, the fact that the actual rating first up is much better than any other horse's last start rating here, including Golden Mile and Forbidden Love, of course. So, and Joe Pride's horse has always improved prep to prep. So I think she can run really well back at Rosie 1200. Um, I almost tipped her on top. I went Forbidden Love, Maria Mia, but if you asked me again this morning, I'd probably be Maria Mia, Forbidden Love. I don't know what to do with him, Golden Mile. I really don't. I feel like sometimes my weakness as a form analyst is not giving enough push up to these lightly raced horses. So I'm a bit nervous in that regard. But the other part of me wants to really knock him and say, is he that good? He's run fourth in a Golden Rose. That was a good run. But you look at his other form, and he's beaten Machilade, and then he's fell in in a Caulfield Guineas, which, in my opinion, was the weakest Caulfield Guineas I've seen in a very long time. And then he's come out and beaten Communists by a narrow margin, and Communists would be 60 to 1 here. So I can, I think there's two sides to him, and I thought the trial was overplayed. I didn't think he was super strong through the line. I think 1,200 short of his best. But he's got the upside. If you take his Golden Rose run, he wins, but he's not going to produce that first up. So... I'm in two minds with him. I remember James Cummings, if James is listening, correct me if, if I'm wrong, but he ran at Ramwick over the mile in the calendar Presnell just mm. to get an idea for maybe a lightweight Doncaster and yes. those kinds of races. Yeah, so, not a, so a miler for me. This is, but... he, he has the quality to be in the finish. He does have the quality yeah. to be in the finish. Yeah. Bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if he's as good as the boom. That was my thought, but... We'll see today, and and as I said, I think my weakness as a form analyst is definitely not giving enough push up to those lightly raced ones coming through. So I'm a bit nervous, but the other part of me, it's hard to mark him shorter than three dollars um, personally. So, uh, yep, I'm forbidden love Maria Mia, but scared of him. Golden Mile, um, Pizarro, it's got the turn of foot, but wait for age. Gee, it's a tough ask. Let's knock over a couple more races here, Hurls. Uh, time is on the wing. Race seven, if we can get a market, Hurls, please, for race seven. And where, uh, what are we looking at here with Space War for race seven? Yeah, I'll just tell you also, we're just taking another bit of 8000 this time on King's Gambit, still at that $1.30. So $1.40 might be a little bit uh, optimistic. Uh, $2.25 for Space Wolf makes a favourite, of course. Opened up at two fifteen this morning. So two twenty five is the best price bet. Uh, Colino's eight. Uh, sorry, three to three ten back to three dollars. Took about a two and a half thousand at three dollars this morning. Five fifty and six back to five fifty for Dehorned Unicorn. Then we go to destination of fourteen dollars into eleven dollars. Yeah, space wall pretty much one way traffic here. Steve from Kernel, uh, or it might be Steve Kernel. Good morning, guys. Just your thoughts on space wall, Brad? 
Yeah, uh, I think he, he finds his race today. He's just too well-weighted, isn't he? I mean, you've got Colino there who's going well, but he's just paying the price with 59.5 now after winning the last uh, couple. Um, spacewalk, yeah, wasn't a great ride for mine first up, and uh, he just got caught in a pocket, and uh, people were saying when he got out, he, he didn't exactly take runs off the – well, you know, take margins off the other two in front, but he didn't have momentum. 51 and a half. He's just got to relax. The 1,200 on breeding's no issue, and I think he's too good for these. I think Kalino's the danger. Dehorn Unicorn probably rolls to the front now with Oakville Twilight out and runs a race too, but I think he finds his race. 220 for me, Spacewalk's around the right price. Can we go to race nine, Hurls? There have been four texts about one particular horse here. Race nine is a benchmark 88 over the 1,500 metres. We heard from Snackers. Bit worried about him. We haven't heard from him for a he, few um, weeks. Um, I, think, I think Snackers texted through a, a bit earlier. In fact, I'm oh, sure okay. he did. I just um, what did he have to say? Well, pubs here. Um, don't know. I'll I'll come I'll come back to you there, Hills. Okay. Major Artie, the favourite for the ninth at Rose Hill. It's three twenty to two ninety. They bet as much as six dollars. Now deductions here: five kingdom, uh, zero, five by five, nine pounds. Saigon eight to nine. So has been well supported. Uh, has super. Uh, sorry, has. I'll go back again. Uh, has major arty, yeah, six dollars now, eight dollars to seven dollars. Did touch eight fifty at one stage. Super strikes been well supported this morning. Bazooka, uh, eight fifty and solid. And then we go to Niffler now, it went up fifteen dollars when the market opened, nine fifty now, ten dollars this morning. I thought Niffler was, was a bit of a sneaky chance, eh? Well. You might have been the person texting in there, Hurls, because there's been four people text in wanting some little kind of a push and saying they quite like Niffler and might just mm. need that little bit of extra here. Brad, what are you saying in race nine? Well, I've been driving in, so I haven't had a look at any uh, if there's any change in tactics with Niffler. I'm assuming not, but it's generally the, the, the style of the stable to sort of get back and, and hit the line. But I think if they go forward here, that's her, that's her chance. Um, she's better horse when she's ridden to advantage, but I'm not sure it'll be today. I think they might go back and let her run on because she hasn't got those fitness levels up just yet. So Major Artie for me over Bold Mac. Um, yeah, Bold Mac, uh, he just... They didn't take advantage early the other day of his speed and they went to go back, and which is an absolute pet hate of mine as a punter. I hate when they do not take advantage of a horse's speed and they, they just too placid early. And then he got caught three wide, no cover. So you got the double whammy there. He ran well. So um, Major Arty, Bold Mac, the main two there for me. What is your best bet for Rose Hill Gardens? Uh, look, I've got a couple of value plays. Race four, number one, Worthily, and race six, number 13, La Jolly Fee. I thought could run well. Five weeks between runs the other day, 59.5 down to 52. Runs well at Rose Hill. Had no luck here at this track and distance three starts ago in a race that produced, produced some pretty nice horses. So I think she's just on speed, and I think she'll run well with 52 on her back, La Jolly Fee. Is there a good thing for the Valley today? Uh, I thought Commander Proved was the best there, but I thought the price was skinny enough all the same. If I was to probably give you one best around the country today, I'd probably go to the Sunshine Coast, uh, trifling in the first. Uh, the map's a little query, but um, I think she's just better than those. So Maxie said pretty well backed. Yeah, well, uh, in the last little bit. 4.40 yesterday was very appetising. So race one, number three, trifling. Yeah, I was keen to take on Adelaide there and um, Mashani Raider. Good man. Thank you, Brad. 
Pleasure, we'll guys. Again soon. Looking forward to these good races today, mm. and it's just going to continue to build. So fingers crossed we can get the multi home, but enjoy the races, everyone around the uh, around the country. Good man, Brad Davidson. We'll let him go. Sky Racing One. Thank you for all who texted in this morning. Money lost, uh, uh, confidence lost, uh, everything lost. Thanks to Mark. Yeah. Um, that's all right. We'll, we'll, we've got plenty of confidence that we can uh, land this multi today. Good luck if you've had a play in the Punters Panel multi as well. Uh, suppose, Hurls, I uh, wonder whether our, uh, our multi remains open until a liability is met or something like that. I suppose there's a few jockeys, challenges and other deals around the place with the tab today. Yeah, pretty popular. It won't last much longer. This uh, behind the gates multi is just repeating. Race four, number two for Lassifile. Race five, number nine, perfect proposal. Race eight, number nine, Golden Mile. And race ten, number four, so am I. $4.50 for all of those to run top four maximum bet of $50. And it is still open. Got an offer here with Spacewalk and Golden Mile, both to run top two. And you'll get a $3 dividend uh, for that. J-Mac, all the rage uh, in the jockey's chat. Chance today. You might want to look at some multis for the jockeys' chances. It always keeps you uh, interested. A dollar ten for J Max. So uh, yeah, not much spice there. Eleven dollars Timmy Clark. Fifteen dollars Jason Collett. Uh, at the Valley there, Blake Shins, 2.30, Jamie Carr, 2.80. Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Sunshine Coast today. Races one to six, run second or third. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. And if you want to dip your toe into Trentham, races two to four, so two, three and four, uh, run second. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. And they're about to get underway for race number two where Fellini for OP Blossom is the best back runner, 2.30 to 2.50. Good on your hurls. We'll check again during the week. Darling. Andrew 